you know what one of my favorite things is? Ooh, um, now I've just got sound of music in my head. Go. Oh. <laughs> Raindrops on roses? Mm-hmm. No, when we find someone who is as passionate about Trader Joe's as we are. Oh, my gosh. Perhaps, I don't want to say more passionate, but like more research-based. I was going to say educated. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. more educated than we are. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. this is part of her actual job. We're just kind of <laughs> hobbyist hoes over in the corner, but she's like a real life paid hoe for Trader Joe's. Yeah. Impressive always when people get paid. We lose money. <laughs> we have lost so much money. Way to work the system. <laughs> so we found, I think it just popped up on my Instagram Mm-hmm. Or maybe you sent it to me. I can't remember how we found this. But Bon Appetit has a podcast called Food People. And they did an episode with one of their former columnists. I believe she has branched out and doing full-time freelance. Yeah. Um, That's what it sounded like. And that just sounded like you're pretty hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that got picked up on the mic or not. God, I hope not. But anyway. So they did an episode with a woman named Alex Beggs, who has been doing a Trader Joe's column for Bon Appetit for about as long as we've been doing this podcast, which was both like, oh, cool, and also kind of a, oh, man, look at what we could have done. (laughs) (laughs) So we've just been kind of doing this as a hobby, and people have made this into a career. Yeah. Impressive. Very impressive, Alex Beggs. But they did kind of as a final... Uh, farewell to her as a columnist, a full-time columnist. It sounds like she's going to keep doing the Trader Joe's column. Sounds like it. But not as a full-time staff member. But if she's not, hey, bon appetit. What's up? I know. No, we're not going to try to poach her job as we're like trying to befriend her. (laughs) Slash, Um, I'm not going to do that level of work. I know, yeah. Come on. No, it's not happening. Come on. But we love this podcast. It was not only informative... Uh, it also sparked a good amount of debate. and Between us? Between us and, I mean, at least for me, between me and the speakers in my car. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. As as she goes through and she... she Fred and of, George. What? I don't know. That's what I would name the speaker. I guess it depends how many speakers you have. Oh, my gosh. You have to name it after all the Wesley... Weasley children. <laughs> But I was like, wait, does that mean that randomly Fred, Fred speaker is just going to blow out one day and I'm screwed? Wow. Spoilers. Ooh. Um, (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So Alex went through and did some kind of, I want to call them almost superlatives for some Trader Joe's items. Mm -hmm. Like best thing to bring to a party, blah, blah, blah. So we're going to run through those. Uh, Some wholeheartedly agree. Some very offended. I also feel that way. I also feel that she kind of, in the beginning, they highlighted some things that perhaps you guys know or perhaps you do not know at all. I I would say we were in the middle of that category. Like there were some things that I was, you know, once you say it out loud, you're like, oh, that does make sense. And maybe I did kind of suspect that. Like I knew... Trader Joe's white labeled items. Mm-hmm. But some part of me also thought that there was still a test kitchen, that there right. was like a mixture. Some kind of team of mini Joe's somewhere in the world who are just combining random ingredients and seeing what worked and what didn't. I pictured Willy Wonka's factory. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, when I said mini Joe's, 
I was kind of a picturing the Balumpas. Is that? But in like Hawaiian shirts? Yeah. No, or I'm picturing just like those crazy characters that they illustrate on the covers. These like Victorian. Oh, that just became a nightmare house. <laughs> if that's where they all yeah, live. Yeah, but um, she they did, you know, point out that Trader Joe's, I mean, everything is, is white labeled and it's kind of the genius of their business. Right. They that's... don't have to make anything themselves. Right. That's how I like to live my life. <laughs> They are outsourcing every item that you guys buy. And every item, not not every item that you guys buy, but one thing that like hit me at my core Mm. was when the host said, yeah, Trader Joe's, they basically get people who say they don't eat junk food to buy junk food. Oh, absolutely. Because I would say, oh, I don't eat junk food. But then am I buying like everything in that snack aisle? Am I buying like all your little frozen apps? Yes. You betcha. Well, and last night, we had a little shindig, and I put out a bowl of trail mix, the bizarre, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it is, bizarre basket, bizarre yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. blue bag. Yeah, delicious. Was not touched at all, and I made a comment of like, haha, none of us are trying to be healthy, and you were like, that's not healthy. That's I mean, just sugared dried fruit. I tell myself it's healthy to eat it, but yeah, right. I do recognize that it's like, oh, but like, it's pretty high calorie and like basically candied fruit is candy. Like yes. It's, it, yes. <laughs> it's uh, it's very, they've really, it, it was one of those moments where literally I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Time slows down. Like, all, I, there's just a montage in your mind of all the times when you've bought something and you're like, oh yeah, this is the healthier popcorn. I'm literally, the- I'm literally going through Costco and they have like the bulk packaging of like, Frito-Lay variety packs and I'm yeah. like I don't buy that crap right like I, and I go to Trader Joe's and I'm just like Takis like Trader Joe's Takis yes. like oh my gosh Trader Joe's take on Fritos like it's just Trader Joe's Pringles like oh. but they're not called that and so somehow you justify it in your brain so somehow. anyway yeah I just thought those were some pretty solid points they made right up front where I was like oh wow they see me they see mm-hmm. Joe. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. still, I guess I was still very much under his control. Right. Yes. And one point that she made, you were talking about how everything is white labeled. Uh-huh. I did not realize that they will go to small, like mom and pop-esque establishments mm-hmm. and white label those items. Yes. I thought it was just they were making deals with like major corporations and it was just an additional revenue. Yeah. I know that. I'm in marketing. Uh-huh. Revenue stream for those corporations, but they're actually going to individual like independently owned businesses and working with them and sometimes stealing their ideas. Right. It's sometimes it sounds honorable up front, like good mm-hmm. intentions, but it also sounds like people can get burned. Yeah. Oh. So the dark side of Trader Joe's. I know. I know. Yes. Look, yes. we've admitted it before on this podcast. Like Trader Joe's is not perfect. Not infallible. No. Definitely not. I will say some <laughs> these some of these choices were also not infallible. Like I would say there were some some of these Superlatives, as you said, were a bit problematic for me. Definitely. Some were spot on. Some were absolutely spot on. Should we go through the list? Yes. Okay. So her choice for something to bring to a party, always bring to a party, 
were the elote corn chip dippers, which I don't know whose phone autocorrected in this shared note, but it says elite <laughs> chips. I mean, they are. They, they are. are the elite. They are. They are the elite. I'm the elite I'm elote. offended that my phone doesn't know elote. <laughs> that really is, that was spot on. Spot I on. I 100% agreed with that. Nobody has tried those chips and been like, ooh, I don't like those. I mean, if you did, I would be like, oh, you probably also like don't like dogs and think black licorice is the best. Like, I would just think everything about you is backwards. I would just be like, oop, we're not friends anymore. Bye. Yeah. Gotta go. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. And you walk back in, you take your chips. Gotta go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those I'm chips not are going these. with me. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I also agree with the second one. They said that the best knockoff item was the saddle potato chips, which are, like I said uh, earlier, they're Trader Joe's Pringles. Yes. But you can go back and listen to our... Why are we on this? Oh, gosh. I don't uh, know. It was like a this versus that episode. I remember. And we, we had some name for it. We were comparing a lot of the very evident knockoff items. Mm-hmm. And we agreed that, that those were better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Those were fantastic. For her pick for a wedding, though, uh, I... <sighs> Alex, we disagreed. You you said it was the mini sheet cakes. Mm. Blech. No. Blech. I, no, that's not true. I was going to say, have I ever been impressed by a Trader Joe's baked good? I have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But what I have been especially impressed by are the vanilla and chocolate macarons. God, those are good. In the freezer section. If I were to pick one thing out of that freezer section to have at my wedding as the dessert, it would just be a table full of those things. They look great. I mean, you can't really, well, no, I could, I'm sure. You can't really mess up a macaron uh, oh, if yes, you're a professional. You oh, yes, you can. Oh, really? Oh, you can make them way too sweet. You can make them not sweet enough. Like getting that texture of the mm. the eggy dough. I'm trying to make my hands into a little macaron to show the top. Is that what that is? Top. Okay. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. But I guess what <laughs> I mean is like they look as good as any macaron. Like there's not like a le- like a wide range of like professional mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not professional macaron. And then... Yeah, the flavor is just spot on. And they're they're great because they're not seasonal, but they're yeah. also not so popular that they're gone. Mm-hmm. They're just sliding under the radar. Yes, but so the vanilla is just such a strong vanilla and like very strong almond because I think you use almond flour in the, what I'm trying to mime, the top, <laughs> the, the ends, the bread part, but it's not bread. I don't know. Right. The sandwichy yeah. ends of it. Yeah. yeah. But then the chocolate is this like rich Fudgy chocolate. They're so good. The texture's awesome. I don't wait until... They say to wait till like 30 minutes for them to defrost. I'm like, um, we live in the desert. It's been 15. You're fine. <laughs> it's like as soon as you take them out of the freezer, they're ready. I'm just breaking my teeth on them. <laughs> yeah. But apparently... And this is not just um, Alex. Apparently, uh, she said anecdotally that somebody tracked down... Like you said, small businesses, they tracked down the baker... Which, um, please hire them if I ever go missing, because this is a level of sleuthing yeah. that I am in awe of. They yes. tracked down the baker of these little sheet cakes to do their wedding cake. Which, like, where do you live that the baker selection is so bad that you're like, or are you, like... <sighs> I know, there's a lot of questions. <laughs> it's so... But it's also just crazy, because they don't... I don't know where they found it. Very impressive. They probably had to call a lot of people at corporate. Or maybe they're just friends with someone. 
Maybe. Maybe. I could... Mm, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know what gores me. I don't know. Girl, <laughs> I'm typing. I am listening to a podcast. I'm occasionally driving. You have to just go with me on these notes. But they did say that kind of the OG item, the classic one, the one that would... with. <laughs> Stand the test of time. Yes. Orange chicken. Constantly the number one fan favorite item when they do that annual survey. Mm-hmm. The orange chicken. So good. Still embarrassed at how long it took us to actually try it. Yeah. But now you can get it in the bag. You can get it in the bowl. It's it's fantastic. And again, one of those items where orange chicken at Panda Express I'm like, yeah, I know this is junk food. Like, this is clearly fast food. This is not healthy at all. Oh, no. For some reason, orange chicken, possibly even the exact same item, just white label. Oh, my God. It could be. In a Trader Joe's frozen bag. I'm like, look at me making a home-cooked meal. I picture, like, you know when you go into Trader – or not Trader Joe's. When you go into, like – for example, I was in Target, and they had some, like, generic knockoffs of, like, like Jenga. They just had, like, tall towering block games. Things like that. Like, I picture their white label of Panda Express just being, like – Bear train. <laughs> like, just. <laughs> That's where these came from. Yes, bear train chicken. <laughs> but that that will never go out of style. It'll always be delicious, and it'll always be bad for you. It's basically just sugar chicken. But Trader Joe's puts Ooh, these rose-colored I'd glasses I'd still buy on it you. if you called it sugar chicken. That sounds good. <laughs> also, that sounds like a cute nickname. I'm going to tell Brian. Yeah. Like, Can you start calling me sugar chicken? Sugar chicken. People would be like, what? <laughs> Speaking of you, I feel like the next category, I was like, yes, Evie. Trader Joe's was made for Evie. This Guilty. is like Evie's bread and butter, almost literally. <laughs> um, it's actually my cracker, salami, and cheese. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but the most Instagrammable, the most like TikTok-worthy, charcuterie. Any charcuterie, anything. And... It's funny because when we listened to this episode, this came out last month, mm-hmm. pre-Valentine's Day, pre-us discovering, what was it called? Chouffinelle? Chouf- How did you say that cheese? Neuf Chantelle. Neuf Chantelle. Literally heart-shaped cheese. Heart-shaped cheese. And she talked about that one on saying that she thinks that Trader Joe's is now playing to that because they've seen mm. how much charcuterie Instagram has taken off. You know what? I am here for this Lucky Charms take on charcuterie. Get me Fourth of July, they do a star one. Oh my gosh. I feel like I've seen that. Give me a little celestial one with some moons and a little horseshoe. For St. Patrick's Day. It's all working. (laughs) But that is one of my favorite things. Also, Trader Joe's is absolutely my go-to place when I'm making a charcuterie board. You can get cheese, nuts, spreads, meats, crackers, all of it. Herbs. Right. And and you I mean you can get that at most grocery stores, but they really seem to have, like you said, paid a lot of attention to presentation. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. very easy assembly. But the one thing, not the one thing, clearly we have several things that we disagree with <laughs> with Alex. She mentioned that her favorite cheese is the new Amsterdam Gouda. And not only have I never had it, I don't no, know if you've ever I've had, never it. had it. I have never seen it. And I looked, I have looked at multiple Trader Joe's in Arizona now 
trying. Oh, since hearing this podcast? Because I was like, this. I've never thought to look for it. Okay. No, that makes since sense. hearing this, because I was like, well, I got to try this damn cheese if it's her favorite. I'm not a Gouda. That's not high on my rank, but I'll give it a shot. Cannot find it. So I don't mm. know if maybe this is an East Coast thing, because we know that they do different items oh. on different coasts. Yeah. So if you've had the new Amsterdam Gouda. They get new Amsterdam Gouda, and we get like New Mexican Cotija or something like that. Oh, we do have a good selection of Cotillas. <laughs> yeah. But I just can't believe that she chose any cheese over unexpected cheddar. That to me is right up there with orange chicken where I thought that's right. everybody's cult favorite. Right. And you can't find, I mean, as far as I know, you can't find anything like it outside of Trader Joe's. And that seems to be an item that is consistently across the country, like not yes. a, a regional, seasonal, any of that. Except right now. Because our store had none of it. I know. They're also, I called multiple Trader Joe's and they're out of uh, eucalyptus and all greenery for their flowers. So if you're getting any flowered forward bouquets, it's because uh, there's nothing to fill them with. Yeah. Green wise. Freaking supply chain. Gosh, messing up our bouquets. I know. Hitting us where it hurts. Speaking of hitting us where it hurts, (laughs) she touched on an item that was already a touch divided us more than any other item and that is the tofu scramble you know before they even announced it she's like okay what is i i think she i don't know what the superlative was it was either like most disgusting item Mm. item you couldn't finish item you want to burn the store down to the ground i don't know item that goes directly in the trash that's what it was Mm -hmm. and And i have to agree with her on this one (laughs) literally like i'm like in my head i'm like don't say tofu scramble. <laughs> and they were like, tofu scramble. Yeah. It, it is, um, I can't be the only, okay, two options. Either I am not the only one who likes it because it's still in the store, or B, no one likes it and that's why it's still in the store. <laughs> I feel like either are equally likely. Like unexpected cheddar, yeah. People like it. Supply chain issues, right? Tofu scramble. They've stopped making it. They're just waiting for people to buy up the rest of it. They're like, "Where's that one chick who's always wearing overalls?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry, guys." (laughs) But then there's the like the the gummy bears on the pool on a hot summer's day. Okay, at least I have standards. That I would not eat that. I mean, thankfully those are gone. I would I would say that. um, Okay. You you also were with her, I think, on the, the side, though, that the soy chorizo that is in the scramble. Fantastic. That is good. That is good. That is so good to the point where sometimes I will buy that over regular chorizo because, again, I think I'm doing something a little healthier for myself. Probably not. Probably just But that's the Trader Joe's and, effect. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably more sodium, honestly. Oh, gosh. Okay, yeah. so the other... This one, you and I agreed was disgusting and maybe this would have been they put it in the trash no no i was I okay like with this one i didn't like it you did not you agree okay. with her on this one this is where we're like opposites yeah i see mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was shocked because she was hating all over the pumpkin three cheese dip which was not a pumpkin spice item it was mm. not billed as a pumpkin spice item. It was not trying to be a pumpkin spice item. Look at you standing up for pumpkin cheese. <laughs> I, yeah. Going full mama bear over this pumpkin dip <laughs> because it was delicious. And she was like, you had to heat it up. And I was like, yeah. And it was delicious. <laughs> she said it made her gag. And I was like, oh, 
I bought it again. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but then she liked the hummus. She and says, I wasn't big on the pumpkin spice hummus. Yeah, I was and I was okay with the hummus. So you yeah. know. Ugh. But Agree to disagree on that. She, uh-huh. I also disagree with her on the crispy fried jalapeno slices because she's selling it like it's heartburn central. And yeah. I don't know if it's just like we have become so, uh, we've just adapted to spice on everything out here in the Southwest or she just got a strong batch. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't I yeah. that. I love those. Yeah. Those were delicious. And they didn't even give me the hiccups. Is that is that like your your chart of how you rate things or what? No, I don't know. It's dark chocolate makes me sneeze. Jalapenos give me the hiccups. I don't know. It's just There's I'm waiting for I'm waiting for twenty three and me to come out with some kind of research on this. You're just a fascinating creature. <laughs> but she did wrap up with something that a point that honestly we have not taken advantage of hmm. enough yeah. is how many fantastic cocktail mixers they really Trader do. Joe's puts out. Yeah. Specifically, the spicy limeade, the strawberry spicy limeade. Was it strawberry? I, I don't know. A, I, no, I think, I'm trying to make sense of our notes here. I think was, there was the sparkling <laughs> strawberry juice. Yes. And then there was the spicy limeade. I think you are right. Yeah. Uh, we although, you like, know what? I'm okay with this combination we just created. Honestly, yeah. I kind of want to mix these now. That spicy limeade is... Talk about, like, cutting corners. Like, yes. what an easy way to fast track your spicy margarita. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. And shout out to all of our listeners who have really pushed us and encouraged us to try more cocktails. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Out of Trader Joe's items. <laughs> so the D.A.R.E. program warned us about you, and I'm I'm here for uh, all of you pushing us to try more things in the alcohol department. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry my pregnancy's gotten in the way. <laughs> I'm done. Let's get, let's get to it. Let's get back to that cocktail game. You know what? It is prime cocktail weather. Right, because when it's so hot here, you're like, I don't think this is a good idea for me to have any cocktails. No. Oh, Uh, God. That's just asking for a hospital visit. (laughs) But now we are in cocktail season. Yay! Woo! (laughs) And we were just absolutely delighted with this episode. You guys should really give it a listen. Go listen to Food People by Bon Appetit, Alex Begg's episode about all things Trader Joe's. I believe the title was like, why are people so obsessed with Trader Joe's? And I was like, hey. Yes, yes. That's, yep. I think it'd be shorter for me to say, why not? I I mean, how much time do you have? Yeah, absolutely. Also, Alex, if you want to be our best friend, like, we are are open to that. Yeah, we are okay with the fact that we disagree on certain items. That is, we've accept, I mean, we accept that in our own friendship. Right. Keeps things spicy limeade. <laughs> That's gonna be my new. <laughs> hey, I'm just you're just eventually going to evolve into your own Trader Joe's jargon. Are you just like, what can I say? I'm a sweet chicken and I just play things spicy limeade. You know what I mean? And everybody's like, I have no idea what she means, and I'm just gonna be like, oh. You just have to translate for people. <laughs> yeah. Guys, please reach out to us, RealTraderHose on Instagram, RealTraderHose at gmail.com, and RealTraderHose.com. 
for any of your hot takes, any items, cocktails that you want us to try, mm-hmm. um, or just to let us know you listen to this episode. Also, if you found that new Amsterdam Gouda, hit us up. Yeah, what's that about? I'm not. I'm not convinced it really exists. And if you're going to send it to us, have it be now. Mm. Don't let it get any warmer. Mm, maybe don't do that. <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. <laughs>